This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com as well as the Odyssey app. Let's bring our guy in. Chase Kitty of the Lions Edge podcast, of course, presented by BetMGM. He's joining us right now on the Roman guest line. Chase, the only guest line. your early impressions of this quote-unquote game. Ugly <laughs> is the word that comes to mind. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's a bit of a rock fight, and that's kind of what I think we thought it would be based on how game four went, how anemic Miami – I mean, anemic is a kind word what Miami's offense looks like in game four through the first quarter, first, you know, 16 minutes and change of the first half. So I, I think this is, this is kind of what we expected uh, really low total, like a pretty precipitous drop from where it's been. I even thought about playing the total, the, the over, it was so low. Chase, but Chase, I mean, me you know, too, Vegas, my guy. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. I, I ended up laying out from it because it was just too weird for me, but it, it's, I mean, it's ugly. It's going to be an ugly game, and I think as long as the series goes, it'll continue to be ugly. Chase, how do you strategically, you've been doing this a long time. I, it feels like whatever's going on in these conference finals is almost impossible to handicap for the sides because you're just not sure who's coming to play, whether one team's going to blow the other team out, whether it's just going to happen the other way around the next time. How, how, do, you, how do you make sense of this when you're handicapping games? Well, some old heads will tell you about Zag theory, and I, I, it seems like more pseudoscience than me, but if ever there was a series to, to kind of buy into that, it's probably this one where you watch one team and, you know, they, they have massive offensive explosions, and then you come back and they look like a completely different team the next game. It's kind of reminded me of the, the Spurs Heat finals from 2012, and everybody remembers the Ray Allen shot in the corner in game six, and then the, the awesome game seven and, and how competitive that series was. But if you really go back and, and watch every game, the first five games of that series, it was just heat blowout, spurs blowout, heat. Blow, and it was just like back and forth, non-competitive game. It's kind of what this one's looked like as well. I have tried to bet on the heat a couple of times. I've gotten wiped out both times. I just picked the wrong game. So for, for me, because I was already so big, on Miami, on the series prices and the and the finals championship prices, I think I've kind of just decided this is too weird for me and I'm going to lay out and, and just hope that my futures come in, at least some of them. Uh, but it, it is definitely, I mean, I, I'm echoing everything that every you know, other handicapper has said this week. It is one of the hardest series to handicap I can remember just because it's so weird with the injuries and the back and forth and the shooting variants and all of it. Yeah, and if you like player props, good luck, man. Uh, what about Dallas, Golden State tomorrow? Closeout situation for the Mavs. They go back home, but it's a six-and-a-half-point spread. There was a seven available earlier. Uh, the total is 215-and-a-half. I kind of like Dallas to keep it close. I do think Golden State probably wraps it up tomorrow. Your thoughts, though? Are you playing this game? 
Yeah, I, I haven't officially played it yet. I'm, if I'm playing it, I'm playing Dallas plus the points. Anytime I can get a playoff dog north of five and a half, that's kind of – if there is a key number in professional basketball, it's five and a half it's because it's, you know, once you start to get north of five and a half, you're in that free throw range at the end of the game where you can, you know, you can kind of dink and dunk your way with free throws past that line. So the, the, the data will tell you – they're like that's a that's a valuable number if you can get a dog at plus six or plus seven. I think um, I, I think what I'm leaning toward right now is something a little bit crazy, which is not necessarily playing the single game. I might bet Luca to win the Western Conference Finals MVP, <laughs> which is insane. But when you look at what the market is, it's like Steph Curry minus a thousand, and then the only other guys past him are like Luca at twelve to one, Luca at fourteen to one. Uh, yeah, he's fourteen to one, and then Andrew Wiggins, I think, is twenty to one. Yeah, and look, this is the first time they're ever giving out this award, so there's no there's no prestige to it, there's no real ethos to it, there's no honor, there's there's no precedent for any of this. And Luca, in his last three games in this series, went thirty, forty, and forty two. If he has another big game, if he can push Dallas to a game six with some monster offensive performance. And we know that it's a Western Conference Finals MVP. It's, it's not the Finals MVP. It's not the big one. It's the first time they're giving out a lesser award. I wouldn't be shocked if they decided to give it to the best player on the losing team. Uh, it's, it's far from a lock. It sounds a little crazy. But because of the circumstances of the award, I think it's possible. Chase, do you have any uh, insight or, or strategy for the Larry Bird Award as well, the Eastern Conference Finals MVP? I don't know who could win it for Miami besides Jimmy Butler. Uh, I mean, just the way it's gone. Like, it's one of those teams, Miami is, where there's only one guy that can win the big award, right? Like, Dallas is like that, too. Uh, so, it, if, if Miami wins it, you have to feel good about Jimmy Butler. He just he willed his way. There's some narrative power there. Boston is, I, I think, a little more complicated I think if Jalen Brown has one or two more really streaky shooting nights where he goes seven of ten from three or something like that. Oh, he's working on it tonight. He's working on it. He may never play again because he can't dribble the basketball. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, catch and shoot from the the wing or something, he doesn't have to dribble the basketball. Like, how is nobody ever like – sorry, Chase, but, like, I'm watching this, and he had to have went out last night. I don't like to to speculate. If he didn't (laughs) – if he did it, they need to like examine him. Like when he passes in like fifty years, science should do a study on why he, like, because he has like sports science. Well, he has what like happened no handles. To Jalen Brown's dribble. But every once in a while, if he takes a guy one on one, it kind of looks like he does. If that oh, makes any sense, he has five turnovers this game. Yeah, and they've all Sorry, come Chase, just dribbling on, off a guy. It's just frustrating. I need him to have seven that's, rebounds. That's that's not great. Yeah. Back to back to the Eastern Conference MVP. Any thoughts on the Celtics and who you would give it to then? You, you said Jalen Brown. I would, I would think Tatum by default, but you could see Brown, if he gets hot and has some streaky shooting nights, I think he could get there. I don't know who else it could be. I mean, you know, Robert Williams is great in the role that he plays, but he's not winning this. Uh, you know, Horford's great in the role that he plays, but he's not winning this. I don't even think Smart could really even get there. I don't think he burns hot enough. You know what I mean? He, he doesn't contribute enough holistically like those other two guys do. So I think really it's a three-man market at this point. Chase, I know uh, and I think everybody knows that we have football coming around the corner. Have you dug into the week one lines at all? Anything that stick out to you or just overall takes on how you're handicapping the NFL this season? I know we're still a far ways away, but it's never too early for football. 
nothing, nothing real heavy yet. I, I was looking at, um, I was looking at some lines today. The the Dallas Tampa game stuck out to me a little bit. I, I, I am predisposed to look at those two and a halfs and be super suspicious. And you have like a, a high profile public team like Tampa going on the road and laying two and a half. I just think it's a trap spot. I, I'm, I'm wrong probably 45% of the time because that's just how it is when you're betting. But I, I just think anytime you see a book hang two and a half with a football team, that's especially like a popular one, and then you, 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 know, you give up the road status, it just seems, seems super square to me. So that's what I'm looking at. I, I think I, I talked about the Steelers last week. It's just There's a couple numbers jumping out of me, but we'll, we'll wait till we get closer to the season. Can I give you guys a baseball prop for tonight? Yeah. We've got yes. one game left. Oh, we yes. need it. We, we really need it, brother. All right, I, I'm telling you, best bet on the board today. Uh-oh. All right, this this is this is a freaking gem. Okay, Angels Rangers, tip, uh, first pitch, and I think like ten minutes, five minutes. Reed Detmers is on the mound. He threw a no hitter yeah. two weeks ago, and so everybody is blowing up all of his props. His strikeout prop tonight is four and a half. It's massively juiced to the over. But this is this is just no hitter marketplace nonsense. People know the name Detmers now because he just threw a no hitter and they're blind betting it. He's not a strikeout pitcher. He threw a no hitter two weeks ago. He had two strikeouts in the game. So he pitches the contact under four and a half right now at BetMGM plus one oh five. He's this is the third time he's playing the Rangers this year. He's pitching it to the Rangers this year. He's just I, I love this bet. It's, I'm not quite sure my Orioles are going to get it done at this point tonight, so that's probably going to be my first L on the day in baseball, but I think I can get this money back with the Deadpool's prop. Oh, that's a good one. Really quickly, we were talking to Nick Costos about this. I want to get your thoughts. If you had to take the Jets or the Giants team total over, who would it be? Hmm. Five and a half Uh, for the Jets, seven for the Giants. Without knowing the schedules, I, I might think about the Jets I think there's more wins in their division. I think the NFC East can be sneaky, tricky this year. I think Washington's going to be better. I think Philadelphia is going to be better. I think Dallas is going to be worse, but they're still going to be better than the Giants. So I'd probably think about taking the Jets to get to something like 6-11 and 11 against a manageable schedule with more talent. I like that, Chase. Thank you so much for joining the show, brother. Can't Chase. wait to talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Our guy, Chase Kitty, joining us on the Roman Guest Line. You can get a free online evaluation for ED. And don't go and care. Cappers, they're just like us. And privacy. They also don't know what to do with these conference finals. Of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL.